friends, thank you for tuning in to Intermittent Philosophy, the podcast where we are going to talk about all of the hard things that people don't want to talk about. I am going to open up some doors that maybe you wanted to close in your thoughts or your feelings. My mission, the legacy that I want to leave behind is to get people thinking, to get people feeling authentic and feeling fulfilled with their life. So hang out with me, Sammy Joe, as we get into this episode of Intermittent Philosophy. Welcome back to a brand new and fresh episode of Intermittent Philosophy. Before I get started, I really, really just want to say thank you to you guys, my dear listeners who have been checking back week after week, supporting me on this new journey of mine of podcasting. I really appreciate all the feedback that you guys have been giving me, all the requests on topics that you guys have been giving me. Just know that this wouldn't be possible without you, so I really, truly do appreciate you guys. This is not a podcast where... There's lots of joking and laughing and there's not a lot of escapism in this podcast, which is hard for a lot of people. Sometimes we turn to outside sources because we we do, we want to escape, we don't want to think, we've been doing that too much in our lives, we're not used to it. This podcast is the exact opposite. So for you guys showing up week after week, you are doing the hard work that a lot of people don't do. It's the hard work that can allow you to move forward. It's the main thing holding people back. So thank you guys for showing up, making yourselves a priority, and tuning in to just kind of hear some of the things that I that I want to share with you guys and that I want you to start thinking about. Also know that when I do these podcasts, is is not just for you. It's also really helpful for me too. I am human just like you. So these things can sometimes affect me or they can still come up. So when I do these podcasts, it's just a really nice way for me to settle back into different reframes or reflecting for myself as well. So all in all, thank you guys for being here with me. On today's episode, it's something that was actually sparked by my mama bear, uh, which was a little bit surprising to me, but it's really cool. And it's a topic that I've talked about before on social media briefly, but today I want to share some things with you. It might be hard to hear some of the things that I have to say because they are things we just brush over, we don't really think about them, but you guys know that that is not my agenda. The stuff that we brush over, the stuff that we don't want to think about, yep, that's the stuff that I want to talk about with you because sweeping over it does nothing except for allow it to continue to limit us. So before I get started, um, like I said, it was sparked by my mom, but in order to understand the the depth of why this was so cool to me, we kind of got to go back a little bit and I want to explain a little bit of my mom to you. Growing up, my mom is the back end, so I think she's like the last year of the baby boomer generation. So her parents raising her were very traditional parents. It was a generation where, you know, you go to school, you get a job, you get married, have kids, whatever, but your happiness can sometimes be on the back burner. 
right? Uh, she wasn't raised to be the way that a lot of people are raised nowadays where you question everything, happiness, authenticity, fulfillment, it is really important. We need to take that into consideration. Nah, that wasn't really her generation, right? When she was my age, she it wasn't common for her to be thinking the way that I think or that you know a lot of you guys listening to this think. Nowadays also, things like authenticity, fulfillment, it's kind of in our faces, it's almost trendy, but it wasn't for her. So coming from that background, of my mom, like her mindset. And also I I knew her always growing up and sometimes talking to her about stuff that I'm doing, you know, she's my mom, she will always support me. But sometimes I really think she's thinking, what the hell are you talking about? Or what are you doing? Right? It's just foreign to her. So yesterday we were hanging out, me and my mom, we were mass producing pierogies, which was so much fun and they are so delicious. But if you've ever made pierogies, you understand that they are very time consuming. So we had a lot of time to talk, just me and my mom. And we started reminiscing about family trips. And I kind of brought up how much fun it was when, you know, me and my husband went to Jamaica with my parents. And then I thought it was really cool that my parents also took my brother and his family on a Jamaican holiday as well. So it was my brother, his wife, and their three little kids. But then I just kind of asked my mom, you know, like, the kids in my brother's family, so this was about two years ago, so they're pretty little. The oldest one would have been 12, and I think the youngest one was like two, or maybe even like one and a half, right? So the youngest one was really little. So I was curious as to why my parents didn't wait until the youngest was a little bit older, you know, so that he could remember it, because it... it is a really cool experience. And I remember when I was little, I didn't remember a lot of the fun things that I did before a certain age. So I just kind of, you know, brought that up to my mom and I was really curious, you know, doesn't that kind of suck for the littlest one that he's not gonna really remember it? And even the middle one, I think he was probably like four or, yeah, probably around four when this happened. So I thought too, like, is, is he gonna remember a lot of this? And my mom's response really surprised me and it made me so proud of her. And she told me she didn't do it for them. She didn't do it for the kids. She did it for her and her memories. And if they waited until the littlest was, you know, six or seven, and if they waited all those years, who's to say that they would have been around for this holiday? right? There's no guarantee that my parents would still be around. And so that's a reframe that I would take. That's a reframe that I've talked about on this podcast before. But my mom, she like has never listened to any of my podcasts. I think she said she tried to once, but you know, technology is not her friend. And so to hear that coming from my mom, it was so cool. And it sparked that thought in me of, you know what, mom, you're right. And you're coming from a generation where mindset, fulfillment, authenticity, enjoyment, it's not common. So for you to be thinking like that, there is absolutely no reason that we should, like all of us should not be thinking like that as well. We are so selfish and ego-driven when it comes to our mortality. 
So I just want that to sink in for a minute. How often have you thought, I have this problem or this conflict or this thing I want to solve and, you know, right now I'm really busy, but I'll, I'll work on it next year or next month. Maybe in five years from now, I'll make a change. How do you know that you are going to make it till tomorrow even? Maybe it sounds really weird me saying that because we've been thinking this way for a long time. But honestly, how could you guarantee to me that you will make it till tomorrow? Because I can't even guarantee to myself that I'm going to make it till tomorrow. And in order for this to hit home a little bit more, I want you to think. Have you ever heard of the expression, or maybe even you've said it too, after you've lost somebody or you've heard of somebody else losing someone, and we say, you know, it wasn't their time. It's too soon. They should still be here. I've had many friends and family members where I thought the same thing. It's too soon. It shouldn't have happened. They had so much life left. So we know that these things can happen. We know that people can leave quote unquote before their time, yet we assume for us it's different. I have all the time in the world to make these changes, to do the things that I want, to keep playing it safe. Yet we know of examples where that's not true. Or when have you lost somebody and it's really fresh in your mind and you think, okay, you know, I'm going to honor this person by actually living. And when it's fresh in our minds, we think about it and then maybe we do act on it. But then later we go back to feel safe. We will stay in the jobs that we don't like. We will have the relationships that don't serve us. Maybe that actually limit us. Because we can work on that next year. Because we're the special ones where we are guaranteed this future. Now, don't get me wrong, this is not to fearmonger you and think, oh my gosh, everybody's going to die tomorrow. No, that's not what I'm saying. But also, how do you know? We don't have a crystal ball. But if you're looking for some reassurance that maybe you should start living now because your time is coming sooner than you think, I'm here to tell you that it is coming sooner than you think. Every single day, we are closer to not being able to live and experience the things that we want. Even with my parents, when my mom said, you know, maybe they wouldn't have been healthy enough in a few years to take the kids. It doesn't even have to be about mortality. And that's something that hits me hard too. As I age, I feel more aches, pains. There's a better likelihood for me to get a disease or something that's going to limit the amount that I can do. So why should I not take advantage of it now while I can? Or I can play it small. I can hold off on the things that I really want to do. But I'm going to be really freaking pissed off later when for whatever reason, and there are many reasons that could happen, that I'm unable to do some of these things. I am all about positivity and optimism, but I'm also a realist. Have you ever driven anywhere? Maybe taken a flight? Every time you drive, fly, 
do a lot of the things that we do daily without even thinking twice, you are literally putting your life at risk. There's no way to not risk your life and still live. So every day we're still going to be risking our lives. But isn't that a huge kick in the butt to actually live your life? Knowing that every day there are multiple things that could take your life away. Isn't that so freeing versus limiting to know that nothing is guaranteed. Stop being selfish like you deserve another year. You deserve another two years. This planet has lost a lot of people who are a lot better people than I am. They've done a lot more for the world than I am and their life was taken. So how dare I feel like my life can't be taken too? So I'm not going to risk it anymore. Fear sucks. Fear's hard when fear limits us. And we can't get rid of fear. If you have a brain, there's actual mechanisms in the brain that cause fear. So it's always going to be there. It's really a little bit absurd for us to think that, oh, I can't live in fear. But we have to learn to dance with fear. To know that it can be there. But my fear is going to be in the back seat versus the driver's seat. Because I don't want to know what it feels like to not be on this earth anymore and think, man, I wish I would have dot, dot, dot. I don't want that. I don't want to know what that feels like. And maybe you don't want to know what that feels like either. So start today. Stop playing it small. Anything you do after this exact second is not guaranteed or promised to you. Heck, by the time I record this podcast to the time I post it, maybe who knows what could happen to me. And you know what? That just was a big trigger for me where, generally speaking for my podcast, I like to pick a day, get myself in the mood to podcast and make multiple episodes and then post them later. Usually on a Sunday but not this podcast. I'm recording this on a Friday. As soon as I'm done recording this, I'm going to post it because this message is so important that I am not going to risk it by thinking that I'm going to be driving later today. Who knows what's going to happen? I want and need the world to hear what I have to say in this podcast. So it's getting posted as soon as it's recorded. So that shows you guys, I also do the hard stuff I am not a hypocrite when it comes to this because I know how powerful it can be. And hopefully, after listening to this, you take a real hard look into your thoughts, your actions, and how can you live just a little bit more. Not saying quit your job, sell your house, go on this trip of a lifetime if you want to do that, cool, but it doesn't have to be such an on-off switch. Just honor yourself more every day actually live like tomorrow is your last even for just five percent of your day because like I said how do you actually know that tomorrow is not your last day I am 31 years old I am 
I like to think I'm relatively healthy. I try to take care of my body to honor it, to nourish it. I live in a really safe community. But also, I'd be so naive to think that something couldn't happen to me because we hear about these things all the time. This week alone, there was a mass shooting in the States and it was a bunch of college kids. Do you think that those kids woke up thinking today could be my last day? No, we don't think like that, right? You have no idea when your last day is going to be. So like I said, if you're looking for permission to start living your life now because you are closer and closer to not being here, this is your fucking permission. Get living. Stop not honoring the people who are no longer here Stop not honoring yourself. Also, as a side note, we don't need permission. That's another huge limiting thing that we're doing is seeking permission from everywhere. Give yourself the permission. If you're someone who's ever said, that was so tragic, I can't believe the world lost that person, it was not their time, then you have just given yourself permission because you know that this can happen. I believe everybody out there is very special, very unique. But we are not so special in the sense that we can beat mortality. It's going to happen. And how do you want to feel when it happens? When it sneaks up on you? What other proof or insight do you need to start living? Because even for myself in recording this podcast, it is so powerful to me and such a great reminder to me and I hope it's a good reminder to you too and just think about it it's all I want there's a reason why I do this is to get people thinking thank you guys I know that with this podcast like I said I might have brought up a lot of unpopular things because we just sweep them under the rug we don't want to think about them the world is rainbows and sunshine which it is you've met me you know that totally is my world but there are also some hard truths out there that maybe we just need to think about a little bit more because it can help us break free of the prisons that we are self-inflicting when it comes to fear limiting beliefs like I said staying in any circumstance that is not serving you because you'll fix it later nah sweetie later is a fairy tale do it Now, what have you got to lose? It's one of my favorite questions that I like to ask my clients, myself, my husband, right? He gets bombarded with this all the time. So actually make a list. What have you got to lose by living now? Because you know what you have to lose by living a year from now? The answer to that is you might not have it. It's not guaranteed. I'm sorry to break it to you. But I'm also breaking it to me too. So who is ready to live today? If you are, shoot me a message. You can always find me on social media, Facebook or Instagram, at Lifestyle Rising. You can feel free to send me an email. My email address is sj at lifestylerising.com. Or feel free to head over to my website, www.lifestylerising.com. Like I said, it's Friday when I'm recording this. I'm going to post this on Friday. So I hope that you guys have a really great weekend living. 
for tuning in to this episode of Intermittent Philosophy. I'll be hopping back with another episode soon. But in the meantime, please don't forget to keep thinking. Interrupt your everyday patterns. Yes, our life is busy, but there are always moments where we can reflect, we can grow, and we can appreciate. Gratitude is one of the best striving forces for growth and appreciation. So try to add a little bit of philosophy intermittently into every day.